good afternoon and happy Friday to all of you. Thank you so much for tuning into Let's Chat Markets, your favorite weekly dairy market podcast powered by High Ground Dairy. Today's Friday, December 15th, and you're hearing from Alyssa Badger, Vice President of High Ground Dairy, and Kara Murphy, our Dairy Market Intelligence Manager. The team's been hard at work preparing our monthly global dairy commodity price forecast, which will be published later today. So be on the lookout for that, and we'll be available live on the webinar Monday at 12 p.m. Central to discuss those topics and answer any burning questions that you may have, so don't miss it. Customers can also find the forecast and a recording of the webinar if you are unable to attend on the High Ground Dairy website. With that, let's start with our normal CME spot market recap of the week. Absolutely. So block cheddar jumped a bit throughout the week, but closed today at 152 per pound with nine trades. And while the barrel cheese price gained on Wednesday, it trended lower overall, closing at 145 with 27 trades. Butter lost over eight and a half cents between Monday and Friday, closing at 249 evening, seeing a total of eight trades, most of which occurred on Tuesday. Dryway has been hovering within a half cent range near 39 cents per pound with just two trades. And lastly, the nonfat dry milk market is range bound between 116 and 117, closing today with six trades in total. You know, it's been a rather quiet week overall in the domestic market, Alyssa. The Class 3 spot basis in the upper Midwest remained unchanged this week from last, sitting at a wide range of $4 under class to a dollar over. The USDA noted that cream supplies are more abundant across the region and expect that milk availability rises near the end of the year. Lower spot offers will begin to appear as well. It's more of the same for dairy cow slaughter rates as they continue to trend well below the previous year. Interestingly, though, volumes in Region 10, the Pacific Northwest, turned positive year-over-year for the first time since July 1st. Slaughter in this area pulled back faster than observed than other regions and is the only major dairy-producing sector whose year-to-date slaughter volume is below the prior year, down 11,000 head. On the opposite side of this, culling in Region 6, the Texas-New Mexico area, held positive for longer than other regions, and has been a driving force behind positive total U.S. year-to-date slaughter. However, the weekly levels did finally turn negative year-over-year in the end of October, and as the week of December 2nd, this marked the largest loss versus the prior year since August 2022. What else happened this week, Alyssa? I think October supply and utilization was released on Tuesday. Was there anything notable from that report? Oh, yes. Despite fair domestic butter consumption, dismal exports moved total utilization below the prior year. Similarly, total cheese usage was positive year over year, supported by just enough domestic demand to offset lower exports, particularly large losses of American cheese exports. Nonfat dry milk utilization was significantly depressed, the smallest October volume since 2019, from less domestic and international demand. But the way complex is doing a bit better. High domestic consumption of dry whey drove total usage to the largest year-on-year gain since May 2022. Whey protein concentrate disappearance also reached the highest monthly volume since March 2018, with domestic consumption up a whopping 163% compared to 2022 on a year-to-date basis. Specialty high-protein products using milk and whey protein concentrates and isolates have popped up in the consumer market in recent years, and it seems that Americans can't get enough of them. 
You can find more information on this trend in our price forecast published this afternoon as well. So check that out. I think that just about covers the U.S. Alyssa, what's shaking in the rest of the world? Where to begin? So in our forecast report, we did some in-depth analysis on the top five fundamental drivers. And the first thing we're really watching and continue to watch month after month, it seems, is that China continues to face various economic challenges, including structural downsizing of the property sector, demographic changes, meaning an aging population, and climate change. The government's focus is shifting away from growth maximization towards national security and self-sufficiency, which is really creating confusion around the future of dairy demand. Interestingly enough, China exported a large amount of whole milk powder in October into North Korea, kind of a testament to the heavy powder inventories in the country this year. Second, as prices inch higher on global dairy trade, Fonterra has lifted the bottom portion of their Farmgate milk price forecast range between $7 and $8 per kilogram milk solids from its prior range between $6.50 and $8 per kilogram milk solids. But will this be enough for Kiwi dairy farmers to shift into growth mode throughout 2024? The third scenario our team covers is that while cheese and butter prices have pretty much consolidated in the U.S. and New Zealand, European values started trending in the opposite direction, a result of tight milk from Germany, France, Ireland, and the Netherlands. This situation is probably not sustainable into 2024, as Europe will ultimately lose out on export share as a result. Fourth, from a demand standpoint, Energy prices have been under pressure, which may be indicative of a shallow recession into next calendar year, especially as gold is moving higher, which is typically a safe haven asset to buy ahead of a recession. Inflation numbers also remain stubbornly high in a number of countries, which limits household spending. Lastly, our team digs into the market share shift being reported on global dairy trade as emerging markets step in to secure product at multi-year lows. Above and beyond that, we spent the week carving out our price expectations for global indices through the first half of 2025. If you're a customer, again, you won't want to miss out on our webinar this coming Monday, where we will be on to discuss everything pertinent in the marketplace, impacting those prices into the next year and a half. Yesterday, we also pushed out our pre-GDT analysis ahead of next week's auction, and SGX traders are still expecting prices to keep appreciating at the final GDT event of 2023, with the price achieved for whole milk powder at this week's Pulse auction of 3100 per metric ton, potentially a catalyst for prices to break higher. The big story, though, was the fact that Fonterra removed butter volumes on offer, reducing the 12-month forecast by 4,515 metric tons to 40,900 tons. That change in offer volumes removed 48% of the previously forecasted offer volumes for next week's auction. It seems to us that removing nearly half of offer volumes can only push the market in one direction. You'll have to head to the dashboard to read more about our expectations, though. The last thing I'll cover off on is that Eurostat released October export volumes this morning, and there were some interesting figures there. Strong cheese exports were maintained, with the U.S. holding on to top position. In fact, the EU shipped the largest amount of cheese into the U.S. since January 2020. Other destination markets that held up cheese exports were Chile, Libya, and Canada. 
butter volumes moved counter-seasonally higher from September into October, and once again, the most strength was shown to the U.S., aligning with the bullish run on CME spot butter that increased demand for international fat for the U.S. Conversely, skim milk powder shipments sank as volumes to Algeria dipped 50% year-over-year. The second largest drop was recorded into China, down 73% from prior year, and the lowest volume that Europe has sent to China since March 2013. Skim milk powder exports to Southeast Asia were also pretty lackluster. As Europe now holds a premium on key commodities against the U.S. and New Zealand, these strong export volumes will not be maintained into the end of the year. That does it for this week's Market Roundup. Thanks for tuning in. Have yourself a great weekend. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.